Julie. Hey, Julie. What's up? This is Hey, Julie, a podcast about Julie Chen and Big Brother. <laughs> Big Brother yes. 19. Hashtag BB19. Wow. So gentle. I'm Danielle. I'm Brett. And uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about the two-night premiere. Uh, yes. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot so to much. talk about on the feeds that have only been up for about 12 hours, but I don't even know if we're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to try, but like, you guys, this have, these two episodes have been so packed full of meat and like barely any room for veggies. You know what I'm saying? This has been a hearty American meal. Oh, yeah. Just so, meat and fried meat. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to try to get through as much as possible. And we know that like the feeds are absolutely popping off. And I'm very jealous because I'm currently in Canada for Canada's 150th birthday. I'm Canadian. So I don't have access to the feeds. I know everyone always tells me there are ways to see them in Canada, but I don't want to be arrested for treason. So <laughs> I'm not going to try to do You don't that. want to be on Trudeau's best, bad side. Exactly. We know exactly. that. He Especially knows... not on Canada's birthday. No, that's the <laughs> worst crime. Mm-hmm. And with Canada, when you get uh, in trouble with the law, they're not angry. They're just disappointed, oh, which is it's worse. it's so bad. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> It's a light tap on the wrist, but that tap um, is tattooed into your skin as a maple leaf. And that. Justin Trudeau comes to your jail cell and says sorry to you mm-hmm. when you commit a crime, and yeah. but you feel so bad that you kill yourself. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Anyways, okay, so, anyway. <laughs> we got to talk about this stuff. You've seen the Wednesday night premiere. We haven't. You haven't seen the Thursday night premiere because you're locked in a faraway land, yes. oh, like just across the river from America. It doesn't right. work though. Anyways, no. <laughs> uh, first question: Are you yes. tempted to say Julie was hot or Julie was oh, not? My God, Julie! It may have been months since Big Brother over the top, but Julie has not let herself go. She her hair is. Tightly She's an pulled back off her face. Professional. Yeah, she has been keeping it tight. Uh, the dress is a maxi. Um, seems to be wear- not wearing a bra, or if she is, it's strapless because it had a really interesting neckline. Um, it was yep. flattering Noticed yet comfortable, <laughs> and she just looked absolutely one hundred percent certified hot. We were speaking earlier, and you used a term. That I was not familiar with to describe her look. Yes. She looked hygge. What? Hygge is a Danish or Swedish or something. Northern term European. For cozy. She looked very cozy. She's cool. hygge. So everyone look that up on Instagram. Hashtag hygge. How would you spell that? H-Y-G-G-E. So you want to pronounce it Higgy. <laughs> which I would have spelled I, H-U-G-U. No. With maybe an umlaut in there. It's Higgy. <laughs> Higgy. Get Higgy. Um, I don't want to ride the fence on this one, but I wasn't sure how to feel about Julie. Like, it looked like she was like in a maternal jumpsuit or whatever. Mm, no. She's allowed to be pregnant. And if she was pregnant, I would call her glowing. But she just looked weird in between. Maroon is like not a, Maroon like she's going to a fucking funeral. Like she's oh. going to a business meeting. How dare you? She like looked California casual. Know. She looked beautiful. Well, it was casual because like she was wearing like a like a sheet. Like it was like a it was like a draping jumpsuit. 
But, yeah, it, was a, it was a max dress. Listen, that's something that I would wear, okay? I would go to Splendid and see that they were having a sale, and all they're selling are these maroon dresses, and I would get one. New so, York, so- Toronto elite. <laughs> It did not look that expensive. It looked very reasonably priced. I know it was. All right. I want to talk about these player introductions. I used yeah. to hate these, but since we started doing this podcast, I've I've uh, I've enjoyed the camp value of these minute-long, two-minute-long produced segments where they have to pretend that they are finding out they're getting on the show. Like, because yes. there's a camera crew around them and, like, someone hands them a menu with, like, a fucking key inside of it. <laughs> uh, but one of my favorite things is people fake doing their job in these. Yes. Uh, I want to start with Christmas. Yeah. Uh, the the key line from her. Uh, viewers, keen-eared viewers might remember my favorite moment last year on BBOTT, Morgan Willett. Hotel Queen of Austin. She's on the phone in her little uh, in, in, office. intro. These empty offices, offices. Oh, are yeah. always empty except for a desk and a phone. Because their office is on the CBS Radford lot in <laughs> yes. Sherman Oaks, California. And uh, Christmas is like, yes, most of our business comes from the mobile app. <laughs> like, what? What mobile app? Is there a Christmas what app? Business? I should. I should. Um, maybe I'm going to go to App Store right now and see if Christmas has an app. I'm just going to search well, Christmas known, and I'm going to get little known fact, something. Christmas different. owns. The Elf Yourself app, popular Christmas. No, uh, that's a lie. Sensation. That's that a lie. Is, it's a lie. Um, it's a lie, but it would be fun if it was true. Um, in in other tales from fake jobs, Dominique, she's on the phone. She's a gum, government contractor. Yes. Or something like that. And she's like, you do not disclose that information. That's like her mm. line to people on the phone. Yes. Which I want to talk about her for a sec. She's a yes. government co- engineer. Sorry. She's a government engineer. And she's like, she's I need smart. to lie to people because people will think like I'm like like Too really smart. smart or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what a government engineer does. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like if you said that she's- to me, I'd be like, oh, cool. You work for the government or something like that. I wouldn't <laughs> think you're like an like a super genius or anything. I'd be like, oh, I mean, you're especially like- when you. Yeah. So- especially when you look at our current government. It's not like they're all uh, top of the Mensa list over there. Oh, um, I wouldn't. I'm. I wouldn't let the the current administration know that a beautiful, smart woman <laughs> of color is working there because they might. They might be like, "No, we're fine. We're gonna no. have some fucking Ye- retard cowboy." Yeah, so Ivanka. <laughs> Um, one thing I enjoyed, so I liked Dom, I mean, I think she's, she was pretty under the radar this episode, except for her intro, but one thing I did enjoy that she said, um, was, she's, wait, I want to get the quote, X, absolutely right, she said, I love me some God. Yeah, she mentions it a lot. I mean, I want to talk about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sorry, did you have something to say? I apologize. No, I just found that cute. I found it offensive. (laughs) Why is it every year that the only people who are allowed to be religious are, like, Beast Mode Cowboy, who said he invented the not-of-this-world bumper sticker, or black women? Really, like, why is no one else allowed to be religious? I think Josh has said a few things about, like, you know, trusting God or whatever. But for the most part, I understand that we have these stereotypes. We have a cowboy. We have a nerd. We have a gay Mm. guy or whatever. Yeah. Like, why 
why is our perception or CBS's perception of black women like always like she has to be like a religious Bible bumper? Like, mm-hmm. can't can it be a woman from the South Side of Chicago who's like God? God left me ten years ago. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just weird to me that like that's the only way. Like you're they're only putting on one black woman every year. Like for God's sakes, if they're right, if they're only like having if they're only having people resent like represented by so little of the cast why do they have to be this weird stereotype and it's the same one mm-hmm. every year it's jocasta it you know it's just it's just yeah. weird man it's cast a, you can ca- cast black people but it's like they don't have to be like bible bumpers all the time because i'm sure not right. all of them are and it's just a, and it's just weird yeah and rant it's, and rant okay we listen we get it but I don't think she's. I mean, she doesn't seem too Bible thumpery yet. She has a YouTube channel. She has a YouTube channel where she talks yeah. about God, and she said her, her. She told everyone her career is that she's a motivational speaker, which she kind of is. She's like a. She has like a podcast basically where she like talks to people about God, and so she's not like completely lying by saying she's a motivational speaker. Like that's what mm-hmm. she thinks of herself. She's like into yeah. it. Whatever. All right, all right. So listen, Dom, we hope you, we know that you found God. Maybe you'll lose him during the course of this summer. Good. Whatever, Maybe whatever. That's just my, her. that's just my casting rant. All I right, know. we got more to get through. <laughs> Jessica, I'm a VIP concierge. And instead of them showing her on the phone, making deals, being like, oh yeah, I've secured your backstage tickets. You'll be seeing you too tonight or whatever. Like that's a v- that's what I think of a VIP concierge. Like right. getting celebs to meet other celebs. She mm-hmm. goes they cut to her like out at a bar with her friends and she's like, so I had a cute soccer player hitting on me all night. <laughs> that's what VIP concierges do. Like I get hit on whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, wait, listen, when you look like Jessica, of course you're getting hit on. I wanted to know who that VIP soccer player was. Oh. David Beckham. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> like, literally the only soccer player I can name. Christian Side. Ronaldo. Side note, uh, Beckham's voice, hot or not? His voice? Yeah. Can you even uh, imagine what he sounds like? I know what he sounds like. It's a little high-pitched. He um, sounds like a... He sounds like... Like Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't care because he has a British accent and he is the best soccer player of all time, apparently. Plus, he's married to Posh Spice. He's oh, a hot. He's a permanent the best hot. Spice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jillian. Keep it posh, y'all. Keep it posh, y'all. We gotta talk about Jillian. Jillian is a is a mystifying uh, monster, <laughs> pretty yes. much. Uh, more tales from the fake jobs. Yes. She is, she's like a real estate something. She's she says she works in timeshares. Timeshares. So she's truly the scum of the earth. Yeah. And uh, and they show her like showing like an apartment to someone, and they're like, "This is the best unit we have. You have to see it. You're gonna love it." That's the quote from her. I just like being accurate with the quotes in these <laughs> segments because they're, so, they're so crazy. I mean, truly, t- selling timeshares is like a, ho- a pyramid scheme. Oh, totally. From what I can tell. No, it so completely she, That's her bread and butter. She, Her fun fact about herself is she and her family go on a lot of trips together. They went to Europe together, and while they were walking around in Europe, they felt um, like shamus, and so they 
all decided to go to Tijuana to get lap band surgery. Which is a horrible idea. Like, they, they've <laughs> clearly never been to Tijuana before. I've never been. Um, Tijuana and now I know is if I want to get lap band surgery. Where you go to get drunk and get mugged. Tijuana it's is a go horrible place. On the I've been. OC, am I correct? The uh, OC? I'm not not caught up on the OC yet. I'm <laughs> okay. a few episodes behind. <laughs> On the show from 2008. Yeah. Um, maybe even before that. <laughs> no, like no, it was like, I think, three or four, yeah. Um, but so, Jillian is a self-professed Trump voter. Great. So, we Good know that her. she hates herself. She knows that she um, hates herself. And uh, should she maybe come down with some sort of infection from getting a $50 invasive <laughs> surgery in Tijuana, she doesn't want any sort of help from the, gov- from the government to, no. to pay for that. She's got her timeshare empire. She's yeah. She's, so. I'm sure she has great benefits. Yeah. Um, if I if I got a hangnail in Tijuana, <laughs> I would fucking sprint to the American side of the border, the border before I before I clipped it. Like Tijuana is a dirty place. Yeah, I I'll take your word for it. Listen, I'm in Canada. Who? What am I to say about healthcare? You know. <laughs> you know. You know everything <laughs> about it. It's great. Yeah, I, I'm not going to, but I'm, I can't look down my nose. At are you all. going to, uh, are you like going to the doctor or the dentist while you're there? I got the third part of a root canal done while I was here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that's a move. Um, I just know that's a move of people from, I have uh, <laughs> many people close to me who are from countries with uh, yes. free health care and when they mm-hmm. fly back to their homelands for like to yes. visit their family for two weeks it's like <laughs> doctor dentist podiatrist dermatologist yeah <laughs> guy now yeah yeah um yeah it went great everyone my teeth are fine thank you for great in. okay uh speaking of teeth let's get to someone who has a beautiful smile we need to talk about kevin 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 is a dream He's a dream. He's Whoever got found six him. daughters and a gay son. He's got oh pineapple Jimmy. He's got the snowman. He's got the cheese. He's got everybody. <laughs> Kevin is my dream man. I I mean, he's absolute gold. He is a total, I, as far as I know, I don't know. He tried out. I remember from his interview, he tried out. For he tried out. I and uh, he's a total recruit. Robin Cass, the... Um, the casting, the woman who does the casting for Big Brother tweeted this morning that he came to an open call. He is absolutely wonderful. He's just a pure, pure man. He is very imposing without, to- I, I'm not totally sure that he knows he is. He like says to Cam, I think it's like Cameron maybe. Yeah. When they're going into the house, Cameron's like, oh, wow, this is like really exciting. All the lights, the cameras and whatever. And Kevin's like, Calm down. Don't be nervous. <laughs> Relax. I'm doing a New York. I'm doing New York accent for Kevin, but he's like he's got a total he's, New York attitude. Yeah. Well, he's got an old school like Italian. Oh yeah. Attitude. Very Italian. Very Catholic. I mean, in his in his intro package, he is just running into people from the neighborhood, and he runs into this one guy who owns a pizza shop, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? Hey, you go, you guys want pizza?" He's clearly speaking to the crew. <laughs> not. The crew of the, I'm sure everyone loves him who are working on the show. He's he's just great. He's he's crazy. He's not totally sure what's going on, and I love no. it. and it would. 
But he's like he's like Mr. Magoo in that he's like always solving the case and he's like always he's like in power without totally being aware of it and it's crazy. Well, it's one of the reasons why I love why I love it when there are older house guests. It's because they have a level of confidence and a level of wisdom that you know the most mature, intelligent twenty five year old is just never going to understand. So it's very refreshing to see someone like that who's just like he knows who he is. He's got seven mouths to feed. He knows what he's doing here. He's here for that money, and now he's going to get I wish it. Him the best of he's going to yeah. get it by the I end of this, ep- this episode. Yeah, no, he's great. He's great. Um, um, my final thing about the intros. Yes. Cody. Cody. Mr. Value, Mr. Family Values, Mr. Trust, Mr. <laughs> Soldier, Cody. Mr. Deadpan. Mr. Deadpan. Oh, it's who is just talking about like how much he loves guns for the first 90 seconds. And then he's I like, mean, oh, yeah, I have a daughter, package. too. I'm sorry. <laughs> His package is him shirtless but wearing a Kevlar vest. Yeah. Uh, shooting a target. And on the target is where his big brother key is. And he's like, uh, cool. Like, he has no expressions whatsoever. No. And I love it. So he mentions on the side, oh, yeah, I'm single and ready to mingle. And uh, I have a daughter. And it's going to be really tough to be away from her. And then he, they show him Skyping with her. Dude, you right. are far away from her. Any woman that was dumb enough to sleep with you and have a child with you certainly wisened up to fucking move as far away from you as possible. You don't have a relationship with your daughter. James is a better father than you. Wow. Wow. James. Shots. Hashtag shots fired. Listen, we never said that this was a family-friendly podcast, okay? Coming Um, at you with the fire. I just want to say um, Cody was in the Marines. Cody is ripped. He's good looking. He um, he wears camouflage hats, so you can't see the top of his head. Right. Uh, he is. He has zero personality. He's totally not self aware. He doesn't. He doesn't care that he's on TV. He doesn't care that this is a TV show. He is. Cody, a, oh, sorry. Cody has no thoughts or feelings whatsoever, and it owns. I love it. I am here for Cody. I want him to go far. I hate him. As a person, <laughs> he is a villain in a Marx Brothers movie where, like, the Marx Brothers are, like, doing jumping jacks or, like, putting their mm-hmm. legs on people. And he's like, well, I never! We are at the ballet! <laughs> I love it. And I want him to rain on everybody's parade. I want him to be that wet blanket that... I just, I just don't like how around. he treats people. And we'll talk about this later. I just don't like how he treats people. I don't like how he treats women uh Mm -hmm. i just don't like him i don't get i just don't like him as a person he's a great foil he's a great villain for television i am content that he will not win this game he's playing too hard already he's a threat i don't know if they're going to be able to i don't know if the house is going to wisen up to him this week or three weeks from now or six weeks from now but it's going to be like a poly situation where even if he has a really strong first half of the game by final seven or so like he's going to have to go so Good for you, Cody. Get your airtime now. Feel comfortable now. It's not right. going to happen, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it will be a joyful ride while it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the episode uh, yes. a bit. Um, because everyone else's personalities and, like, intros and things will come up as we get into the episode. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Megan, I was really in. taken by... 
she she is a I was I thought she was kind of a dud in the int- mm-hmm. in, in the uh, interviews and then she comes in she's like oh yeah um, I'm a Navy interrogator and she starts kind of like plucking up all the weirdos and like being a being a leader and like kind of getting some stuff done under the under the uh, under the curtain under the radar under yeah the radar, a little bit yeah um, I guess it wasn't that under the radar as we'll see what you know what happens uh, right later, well one thing but- I want to say about Megan is yeah. Well, I want to bring this up. We very specifically said when we had just seen like a video in her interview that she was giving us shades of Chrissy from Big Brother over the top. Yes. We said that. And we had no idea how right we were at the time. But (laughs) one thing I did not like, and not to get, I don't want to get too far into it, but one thing I did not like or appreciate about Megan is she said very specifically that she did not want to work with women in the house because, quote, Women are bitches. And then who does she form an alliance with? Alex, Jillian, and Ramsey's. A majority female alliance, which tells me she doesn't hate women. She just hates women who make her feel self-conscious, a.k.a. Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Women who are stronger than her, or I'm doing air quotes hotter than her because everyone's beautiful in their own way, Um, or smarter. I I don't know. I just didn't. That didn't sit well with me. I had no respect for that. I, you know, at this point in the episode, I was like, oh, you know, Megan might be like low key, might go far in this game. Like she seems like she she understands the gaming of it. She understands the social aspect and like having the numbers and stuff. So I was kind of, um, I was like, oh, this is this is a nice surprise. Although I felt she was aligning herself with some duds, total um, duds. But maybe it's because well. But just like Ramsey's and Jillian aren't going to win many contests unless they're, I I can see Ramsey's winning like um, mental comps. I can't see Jillian winning any comp. Like Jillian's not going to win a competition all year unless it's like a random like roll the ball down the thing like and it's like like a fake. It's like a golf sort of thing or like a you know where it's like just a kind of a random thing. It's about like rolling a ball down a hill or something like that. I can't see Jillian winning a single comp this year. And none of them have good social game, as far as I can tell. Oh, uh, no. I mean, yeah. who are you, what, who, of that group, who do you want to take aside and spend five hours talking with? None Ramsey's. of them. I like Ramsey's. Mm, he's too excitable for me at the moment. I mean, he maybe is. he was just happy to be in the house, and so he was at a 10. And you see him doing, like, his weird, like, cat crawl around the balcony, like, that upper yeah, level balcony. Yeah, I did notice that. I guess, I think he was looking to make sure, like, no one was listening to their conversation. But, but still. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I, he was just a lot for me. He's young. Very. He's the youngest person there. Very. And so, of all of them, I was trying to think, like, who, who, would, who would I want to be my end to this alliance? And honestly, it would be Alex. Because I found her very funny last night, but even she is a lot. Yeah, she had a good showing, and I I didn't really know what to think of her at first. Excuse me, other than being a little annoying, and she mm. still is. But uh, yeah. she, you know, she's she's had a good sh- sh- uh, showing so far. Yeah, um, for sure. Anyways, uh, the cast goes into some coconuts that are suspended in the sky, and they're offered yes. twenty five thousand dollars. The first temptation with a catch. They don't know what yep. the catch is. Your boy, Kevin, presses yes. the button first. Half of the house presses the button. And yeah. the other half were like, I can't believe anybody did. Like, I wasn't. Oh, you idiot. Press the button. I was going to press the button. Like, I would have pressed the button because I know, I know the, the button's being pressed. 
Yeah. And like, I, I would never tell happened. anyone that I won the $25,000 until after the season. And like, whatever. Like, people are like so appalled. I would have pressed that button for $1,000. <laughs> These people are not getting paid that much. The button's getting pressed. And you know what? If no one presses the button, then your boy Paul is still coming into the house. Yeah, they're finding a way to They didn't him. fly him out from Glendale. <laughs> so, yeah, as we all know at this point, Paul, the rumors were true, comes back into the house. Friendship is back. Pissed is back. French Fry Empire is back. How do you how are you <laughs> feeling about this? I was very conflicted because, as we all know, I love Paul. He was my personal fan favorite from very early on last year. And there is too much of a good thing. Yeah. And something you always say um, is you either die a villain or no. live long enough to see <laughs> you, you say it. You either die a hero. <laughs> Like he died last year. He died. Wow, I couldn't have gotten it more wrong. I know. Well, you, yeah. you die a hero. You live long enough to see your, You live long enough to become a villain. Something like that. Right. So I mean, it's we possible could, that yeah. he's yeah, going to fall out of our favor this year. And that I didn't want that. I wanted him to leave on a high. I wanted him to do the Seinfeldian thing and leave while you're on top. But I am sure that they offered him a lot of money to come back. And totally. it's relevant for his band, hashtag Strange Faces LA. <laughs> so, so I don't blame him. And I will say, I like, you know, I wasn't excited for him to come back. Within the first five minutes of him being back on my TV, I fell in love again. I just think he's got a great social game. He does, and he's he's got a good personality. I wish they and a, he's just good television, and I wish they wouldn't lean so hard on like Friendship bracelets. All right, guys, we're going to have <laughs> right. some friendship burgers. Oh, yeah. no, I, I drank a lot of water. I now need to take a piss. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we don't need the catchphrases as much. Like, no. I don't mind that he does them. He's just, like, trying to be funny. But, like, when the production is like, hey, guys, friendship bracelets. You know, like, when they appropriate, whatever. it's appropriate. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> False. So, whatever. It's cool. Uh, I'm happy. You know, I like Paul a lot. Like, happy to see him back. I don't know if yeah. he's going to win. He does seem to have the right strategy of, I'm going to try and win the first HOH to kind of keep me around for the first week, which is tough for returners that first week because he knows everyone's coming after him. Right. But otherwise, he seems like he's probably just going to kind of nap through the first month, which is what you need to do, especially if you're a big target like that. Right. And so what we learn is that Paul isn't there in addition. He's there to replace someone else. There's going to be a swap. So one of these poor suckers who just went through months of <laughs> auditioning and is like only... Begging to get off like three months out of their job, finding yeah. a subletter for their place, yeah. Yeah. all that stuff. One of those people is going home. And so Paul gives out the friendship bracelet after being wooed by everyone <laughs> Except Cody, where they have a very fun, uh, awkward... Because Cody refuses to suck up, and I respect it. I want to see Cody take Paul out. I think it would be hilarious. Cool. Refuse to suck up. Refuse to even, like, pretend to bro down with with someone. <laughs> Who has the What game are you playing? Not Big Brother. <laughs> but Big I like Brother, it. you got to make everyone, like, think... You know, like, there's, there's a whole thing called jury management where, like... <laughs> Even as you're stabbing someone in the back and kicking them out the door with four yeah. weeks to go, you still want them to vote for you. He's, he's Cody's just doesn't really know what he's doing. Like, no, nah. he's 
he's being a blunt force, which is yeah. good to get halfway through the game, but not good to win the game. It's just a little bit, a little bit different. Yeah. So everyone has their own strategies. Elena makes him a cheese sandwich, which Great. I thought um, looked a little gross, but I appreciated the effort behind it. Um, he decides. Paul decides to give half to brains, half to brawn, half women, half men. Great strategy. So then they have, the people he doesn't choose have to play in a competition to three of them will be on the block. <laughs> what if he just picked all, picked all eight women? <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have loved it. That would have been great. That might have been my move if that was Paul. <laughs> yeah. Guys, battle it out. Um, so they have to do a weird mix competition where it's like a mix of sort of a random apple choosing but there are clues but the clues aren't honestly how that helpful and then they have to stay on this contraption yeah it was, a, onto a, it was a weird contest because you were given clues as to what the apples were uh which apples were poisoned which ones weren't but you didn't get to pick you got to pick in order in which you fell off like Alex should have got to pick the apple first. Got to pick an apple first. They should have let no one pick an apple until everyone fell off, and then have them go in reverse order of how they fell. Mm, mm-hmm. Because, like, honestly, the person who did the best in this competition for me was Josh. He was like, "I'm only on here like half the amount of time, mm-hmm. and I got enough clues to figure out which apples were poisoned, which ones were safe." So he just like, "I don't need to win like win this competition. I can." fall off and win the competition which is what he did yeah like, it was it was a weird competition where it was weird. you know falling off third fourth fifth kind of was the best thing to do rather than yeah you know. yeah so. it was weird i mean it and it ended up um being pretty anticlimactic just in, other than like a little bit of shade thrown from Al, or not shade but like straight up Alex telling Cody to eat shit. Yeah, not <laughs> some I shade, loved. but some shit was thrown. Yeah, exactly. It was like the chimpanzee pen at the zoo. <laughs> um, but so Cameron, Christmas, and Jillian end end up being on the block. Yes. And so then we have they have to start campaigning right away, and we have well first we have another temptation which didn't really matter which was either they could fight into fight in a challenge the three of them yeah or choose to leave it to a vote and they choose to leave it to a vote even though cameron wanted to do a challenge which was an interesting move by christmas because like she could have been could've. like it's a competition there's very likely that i'm win that i'll win yeah i'm smart i'm beautiful i'm strong i'm mm-hmm. the total package yeah, she must have just felt very confident that she was also well liked in the house. Yeah, and like she, I'm sure she could have won the the um, like the apple tournament, the mm-hmm. apple hanging thing, as well. Like she's one of the best competitors in the house, and she's doing a good job to like make it seem like she's not right now. Right. Very. Um, she's doing very well. Yeah. So I mean, nothing really happens in that except. Cameron goes home. <laughs> they all Cameron, Cameron goes home. <laughs> he does like a weird butt. He shows his ass crack to Elena. Oh, yeah, he tries and, to do a little Raven. Dance. No, it was Jessica and Elena. Jessica and Elena. Yeah. Um, he does a butt dance, but he's he comes across <laughs> as weird and desperate, and he hasn't really made enough connections in the he house. He didn't come across well on this episode to me, frankly. I wasn't sad to see him go. He, uh, he was a weird character. I would have liked to see him go 
uh, further in the game because he knows the game very well. He is like a, a physically capable Steve mm-hmm. or um, or Ian or something like that. But yeah, um, whatever. I don't know. He, like, he I'm was not, just too. In the way that I'm liking Cody and that Cody is, and Kevin and that they're so not big brothery, they're very unaware. He was too big brothery, and I'm just like, if we're gonna have that, I'd rather it be in the form of Josh or Alex, who both or Jessica. Even Jessica said that she was a huge super fan, so I'd rather see it in their forms. Like I've seen this iteration of player time and time again. I'm over it. I'm not sad to see him leave. Yeah. So, um, whatever. That's fine. Like I'm not gonna miss yeah. him. And we have Paul. <laughs> yeah, back. Like, Paul's gonna be Paul's yeah. gonna be good. And yeah. um so that was Wednesday night, right? Anything yeah. else you want to talk about from that episode? I don't think so. Nope. Let's no, I think we, we gotta move on to Thursday. As we teased up top. Yes. Danny, you're in a faraway foreign land. Yes. Roughly three miles away from Buffalo, New York. <laughs> yeah. But Heard you can't get home. American television somehow. No, I do have American television, but I went. We don't have. My mom refuses to have um, a DVR set up here, and we went out to dinner last night, so I wasn't able to watch it. I tried to find a link to watch this morning, and to no avail. So I have not seen Thursday's episode. I kept up on Twitter. Yeah, so you were I tweeting. I was yeah. texting you because I forgot. I forgot you were in Canada this weekend, and I'm yes. texting you, and I watched the East Coast feed. Uh, yes. I live in the West Coast for new listeners. And I'm mm-hmm. watching the East Coast feed, and I'm texting you. I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to watch together. And, and you're like, oh, I can't. I'm out to dinner right now. But <laughs> the Hey Julie account is just constantly Pawn. tweeting. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, are, are you even talking between, with your family at all? <laughs> In between bites, I was like feverishly checking. Twitter. Oh, my gosh. So let's, <laughs> so let's talk about Thursday. Let me recap it for you. Please. Thank you. Um. We have a – we're having an HOH competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are split up into four teams of four, and um, they have to swing across vines and pick up apples and then swing back and put the apple in the bin and press a button. And then the next person can go. First team to get eight apples wins or, – or the first two teams uh, go on to the next round. Okay. And we – with and there's one catch. There is a golden. I think there's one or two golden apples. If you collect a golden apple and bring it back, your team automatically loses, but you are safe for the week. Funny, uh, which is cool. <laughs> and yeah. Kevin, remember, part of the catch of winning his twenty-five, throw. he has to win. He has to throw it, and he's like yeah. freaking out in his drs while the he's like, I I want I need to throw it somehow, but. It's perfect because he's on a team with Josh, <laughs> who I was very critical of in our pre uh, preseason. Yeah, we both were. We both I was were. like, this guy is going to blow up and be off the show within three weeks. I don't know if yeah. it's, it's it's a very it's a very Devin trajectory for right. Josh, but yes. I really the more I saw of him, the more I liked him, the more I liked his vigor, his lust for life. His Cubano attitude. I loved it. And I got this taste for a second in the first episode of him with Paul. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be my summer. I'm going to get a tattoo of Paul and a tattoo (laughs) of Josh on each bicep. And I'm just going to curl for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Josh 
is like the first person or maybe the second person to go on his team. He's going <laughs> one by one and immediately runs for the golden apple. And his team, including Ke- Kevin, is like pretending to be. Kevin is kind of just being stone faced about it because he's happy that they lost. Right. But the rest of the team is like, what the fuck are you doing? And Josh is like, I know you're all coming for me. I mean, he's screaming. I know you're all coming for me. I feel it in my gut. If I didn't do this, I would have been gone. I would have been voted out. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, no one was coming what? for you. And he's like, I yeah. know it. I know it in my gut. You all were coming for me. And he's screaming. And, he, and everyone's like, calm down, calm down man. Right. Paranoia. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I've messed this up. Before the competition happens, Josh breaks down crying in the bedroom okay. about the first day of being in the house. He misses his family so much. He has sure. so much respect for the people who came before him in this house. <laughs> he has He's a fan. So much respect. He's crying. He feels bad about voting Christmas off because he's got to know her more. He voted to evict Christmas. He was one of the two okay. Christmas evict. He got to know her more. He feels very bad for ha- for voting to evict her. He respects her so much. Christmas comes to comfort him while he's crying alone in the bedroom. I'm shipping Josh and Christmas, by the way. Yeah. And it's great. And it's right. great. Oh, I also forgot. Nicole is hosting. Nicole Franzel is hosting the competition. Nicole I comes thought. into the house and everyone is like, oh, Nicole. Even the people who were like stunt cast because they were hot are like, oh, cool, Nicole. I saw a DVD <laughs> with you on it. Literally right. everyone jumps up and runs to the door to greet her. Kevin is sitting on the couch like, who is, who is that? <laughs> and like someone has like Raven or someone is like, that's Nicole. She, she won the last season. He's like, what's her name? <laughs> it's very Kevin. He's pure. He's pure. Anyways, cut back to the HOH comp. No. Josh is going crazy for no reason. Right. So why was he yelling at Megan? This is my question. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. And he, Josh is screaming, quote, you know why the fuck I did it? Baby, I pick up on vibes. Oh, sorry. This is him <laughs> screaming at Megan. So after the, the first round of the competition is over, um, yeah. two teams win. Paul's team and Cody's team win. We'll get to that in a sec. Okay. After the first round of the competition is over, one team was eliminated by Josh taking the golden apple. One team was eliminated by not finishing fast enough or whatever. Okay. Josh, people are like, what the hell are you doing? And he screams, you know why the fuck I did it? Baby, I pick up on vibes. Megan, you're a fucking snake. I do this because you're coming after me, Megan. You're a fucking snake. And he's just screaming at her. And Megan's like, what? I... I (laughs) And so this happens. Mm-hmm. The next round is a, a puzzle round where you have to weigh things and balance things. Um, okay. The competition part of this competition, though, is each team can select one person, only can select one person to do it. So each team has to select basically the one person who they want to be HOH. So, okay. So Cody and Paul compete against each other. Cody and Paul have a very brief, hey, Whoever wins, both of us are safe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which Paul thinks is still valid and Cody right. doesn't really plan on honoring very much. Uh-huh. Um, so that happens. Cody wins. Cody's HOH. Um, and then we get back into the house and we get a DR from Josh. And he's like, 
So I already called Megan out in front of everybody after the competition, but I don't know if it totally sunk in. So I'm going <laughs> to do it again in front of everybody again. Wow. So he's like, hey, everybody, uh, come here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Megan, I don't like you. You're coming after me. And I know it. And I hate you and like, I'm going to get you out of the house. You know why I had to get this uh, immunity. And she's like, who told you that? Like, I really don't know what you're talking about. Right. And he said, quote, nobody told me anything. I have common sense. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you're explaining this to me because as someone who just saw, who just saw through Twitter, I saw that everyone was blowing up at Megan, but I wondered if there was any footage that they showed of her actually doing anything, or it's just everyone has these feelings. So that's my question for you. Yeah. That's my general question is, other than Megan being the least conventionally attractive person in the house and having different color hair than people, mm -hmm. I don't know what she did. Was it clear? She definitely was scheming. She definitely was kind of putting a group together of misfits, Jillian, right. Ramses, Alex. Like, she definitely seemed like the leader of another group. But was she, like, really going hard after people? I don't know. If there was, they haven't shown it. Right. And it seems like she's we, a decent competitor, and seems yeah. like she has like a bit of a social game and kind of understands the, the game machinations. Uh, but I didn't really see what everyone was pissed off at her about. Well, and now we know that they're going to have to show us something. And then, so now we have this sequence where Cody's am amassing power. He's like, man, you know what? Like, for some reason, I don't know what it is, but like, I really feel close to Mark and Matthew. Oh, wow! The white guy who works out all the time really likes the other two ripped ass white guys. Right. Wow. Wonder yeah. why you have that connection. Maybe you guys were all <laughs> friends in a previous life. Yeah. Maybe you guys all like. And then he's I like, I don't know what it is, but like, I really think I, I want to nominate Jillian and Megan. Oh, wow! The ripped-ass white guy who really wants to fuck Jessica doesn't like the two least conventionally attractive women in the house? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was just, it. like, fucking fine. And, like, I'm not, I'm not even care. crazy about Megan and, and Jillian. Like, I'm not exactly. really rooting for them. You but know like, what? You know what, Brett? You know what? Maybe you're not picking up on the fact that Cody is actually woke maybe he's so woke that he could tell that jillian and megan are the two self-proclaimed women who don't like other women and he wasn't going to stand for that he he's, wanted yeah he wanted all the women there to be girl friendly and pro-female you're right maybe he's maybe he's a he for she okay and that's why he nominated because those two women they're haters hot takes and I wanna, yeah <laughs> he's gonna terminate the haters hot takes from danny g <laughs> Yes, Cody is post-feminist, post-racial. He <laughs> yep. sees neither gender nor color nor exactly. He, he was like, you know what? These two bland-ass white girls got to go. Maybe that's what he was thinking. Yep, definitely, <laughs> definitely that. So okay, so he nominates them, and I did see. I saw this clip online. He said in his speech to Megan in his nomination speech, 
Megan, I just don't like you. Yep. And then he said to Jillian, and Jillian, you're like in cahoots with Megan. So that you have to go to you. Yeah, just no chill with Cody right now. Love He's it. the chillest of no chill. Um, I'd it's like to apologize to Mardi listeners. Beats, but <laughs> I'd like to apologize to listeners who can hear my dog snoring in the background. Uh, she just... Now she's, got quiet. now she's got quiet. Aww. Anyways, all right. Sorry about that. Um, no problem. So does that bring us to the end of Thursday night's episode? That brings us to the end of Thursday night. Okay. Do you want to talk about what has happened since the feeds I turned really on? Do. Or do you want to save that for our listeners for next week? I, I feel like we need to mention like a couple key points. Okay. We need Let's to. say that I'm just going to say that you can stop listening to the episode now. You can follow yes. us on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. Email us mm-hmm. HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Follow yes. Danny, Danny Mop. Follow me, Brett mm-hmm. Raider. We have a new episode coming on Monday. Monday. Monday, yeah. where we will be in the same room, reunited. Yeah. Anyways, uh, crazy shit went down on the feeds. It, Sunday's episode is going to be lit as fuck. We don't yeah. know the total details of it because feeds have only been up for about 12 13 hours at this yeah, point. Yeah, and I can't actually watch them because I'm in Canada. Yeah, so, I've only I've been relying on streamables and tweets. <laughs> so, so there's that uh if you want to stop listening, that's fine. You don't Sunday is going to be lit. Monday's podcast yeah. is going to be woke. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um so let's talk about what's happening on feeds and then we'll get to a couple questions cuz the questions have to do with what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Good. Good. Okay, strategy. so Megan's gone, y'all. Megan's self-evicted. <laughs> which, 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 that's why I said earlier, we called it when we said she was like Chrissy. But Chrissy never actually left. Chrissy just threatened to leave. Megan checked the rule book, and the rule book said, everyone's mad at Megan. Uh, it must be mean that I'm allowed to self-evict. I'm tired of playing this game. I'm not going to let these suckers vote me out. Peace. It is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Uh... Yeah, and there uh, is a great tweet I saw about this from Dom Harvey at D-O-M-H-R-V. Debate Will versus Dan all you want, but did either of them mindfuck someone into quitting? Be scared for your faves, and it's a picture of Josh laughing. <laughs> That's like, a, he has a good point. <laughs> like, yeah, Josh got so in her face. She, he must have... Caused her such internal conflict that she just blew up her own game beyond what I guess she thought was the point of no return. And she self-evicted. Now, here's (laughs) one thing I want to throw at you. Yeah. This is a conspiracy tweet, I believe I saw. What if she was actually offered a temptation where she had to make it seem like where she got to leave and everyone just thinks she's self-evicted? Yeah, where she got offered like... (laughs) You got offered a hundred k right now to bounce from the house. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I so, just can't wait to see what happened because the thing is, none of us saw it because it was on the feeds before the well, it was it was before the feeds turned on, so, so we don't know. As I predicted in our preseason chat, Megan Dud, she came into the dud. house. Might have been a stud. Dud. She's a dud. She's preseason a total dud. in preseason convo, Josh. Devin 3.0. Devin 69.100. Yeah. <laughs> he comes in the house. Oh, this guy's actually kind of fun, kind of charming. Mm-hmm. No, he's Devin fucking 9,000. <laughs> he's, 
He's extreme. He's all over the place. He, we have to just enjoy him while he's there. That's what we have to do. I hope, I hope that he is an Audrey situation where Mm -hmm. he makes it very clear in the first week. He is a fucking lunatic (laughs) who should not be in the house anymore. But as what, as happened with Audrey, who like had a meltdown on night one and was just a crazy person. Yeah. Um, they couldn't evict her for like three or four weeks. She was in the house for like a month or so. Right. Because there was there were always bigger fishes to fry. And mm-hmm. um, so I'm hoping Josh can hang out for a little. Like Josh is definitely going to be in the house this week. He is uh, immune to use survivor parlance. She, uh, right. He's safe for at least a week. I don't know mm-hmm. um, who wins the, the pendant of protection or whatever the hell it's called. I hope right. he stays for as I hope he stays as long as possible. I'd love to Me see too. it, but like if he's on the block next week, like, I wouldn't be surprised. But his main enemy has left the house. Right. <laughs> and no and through no follow his own, because from everything I've seen, everyone has been talking about like they all hated Megan. They're all like it's her own fault. She was starting shit. She was stirring the pot. She was spreading rumors. She was playing too hard. Blah blah blah. So I just hope we see some of this because we didn't see it on sounds like either episode. Yeah, I think they. I think BB owes it to us on Sunday to show us just like some what's going to happen. That episode's yeah. going to be. I cannot wait. I can't wait. So one other thing I want to talk about that we've now seen from the feeds is that Cody and Jessica are officially Polly and Zakia two point Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> What a disappointment from our VIP concierge. Uh, yeah. And this coupling, I posted a gif of it. It reminds me so much of uh, Marguerite Moreau and Paul Rudd from Way Hot American. Oh, Summer. yeah, you did. And funny. that she's like, let's cuddle. And he's like, my butt itches. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they're perfectly matched in that way. Yeah. Um I hope they both die and well not die, but I hope they both Yeah. But like we'll see we'll see what happens with her. Um maybe yeah. she's just atta- attaching herself to a meat shield and laying low for a little bit and we'll see yeah. the claws come out. I'm just in August the, or we so. We said that last year about Zakia. Last year we were like, let's wait and see what she says in her diaries. Maybe she's playing a game and no. no. There's no way. No, so um yeah, there's that and um you know, whatever. Okay. Well, do you want to get to some questions? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Okay. So we have a question. We have several questions from sheepfishon 99 on Twitter. So are you as tired of the show saying fan favorite when it's not really a fan favorite as I am? Are you think referring to Paul? Must be. Um, I don't know. I don't mind it because I think Paul was a fan favorite. Paul was a fan favorite. Sheep, sheep. Lover 99, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, and but please keep in, in, interacting with us and listen to the podcast. Yeah, no, absolutely. He has this comment, which I agree with. I never expected to like Cody, but I'm so down for him gutting down the people I don't like with no mercy. And I have to say, I agree. Well, he doesn't, I, well cheap, cheap Lover 99 doesn't like <laughs> Paul. So good. Good for right. them. Enjoy your summer. Um, yes, for sure. Um, oh, we have a question from Becky Buff fifty nine, and Ooh, she Becky said, Buff. "Are you, are you discussing the feeds or what happened before the feeds came on?" And clearly, we're going to be yeah, discussing the feeds now. Yeah, we're going to be well. We're just for everyone to know, we're going to be discussing the feeds. This is not a spoiler free podcast, so everything. 
I think we'll like have us we'll like save spoilers for the end. We have a yeah special spoiler zone, but yeah, we have another question from Jack. Ah, Just want to update the listeners: the dog has woken up and walked away. Oh, good. (laughs) Not interested in our conversation. Not anymore. At Jack Shack BB19, have we been living in an alternate reality since the election? And Cody is this dimension's Monty. Interesting question. Monty. Very interesting question. Um, month, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be similar. Um, I mean, the thing is with OTT. I think Cody's less likable than Monty. I think Monty was uh, like friendly. He was friendly, um, well-meaning moron, <laughs> and Cody is not friendly and not well-meaning. No, he makes no. Bones he has about it. he has evil in his heart. Yes. Um, <laughs> which, the thing is with like. BBOTT is that America voted people out. There was no, mm-hmm. there was no um, voting by the house guests. So that um, allows villains to exit the show earlier right. than a regular season of Big Brother. Um, there are, there's a veto. There are, um, there's um, campaigning and stuff that is, there's, there's checks in the way of getting a villain or a disliked person out of the house very mm-hmm. quickly on a normal season of Big Brother. So I don't, um, I don't know how. I don't. I can't predict when when Cody's going to go. It could be next. Like if yeah. Ramsey's wins H, if it's like a quiz or something, and Ramsey's wins Hoh, sure. Yeah. Like he Absolutely. could be up as early as next week, but it depends on who wins Hoh. It depends on who wins Veto. Like mm-hmm. you know. So I, I don't know. Um, I mean, if Cody is on the block, uh, you know, a Thursday from now, yeah, I can see him going home. But I, but I could also see it being five weeks before he's on the block. Maybe he is nominated, but he takes himself off or Mark takes. Here's off here's the thing. Know. Here's the thing about Cody. Okay, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that everyone in the house except for Jessica has the same feeling that we feel about Cody, which is that he sucks. So I would want to take him all the way to the end with me because no way is he going to win over me in front of a jury. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So they he should stay the whole time if they're smart. Um, we have another question from at this or Jessica. I'm loving Cody, but did anyone else pick up on the fact that all the people he wants in his group are the hotties? Brett yeah, did pick I up did on pick that. Up. <laughs> but it's I, called being know, a, it's called being a dick. Yeah. But uh, spoiler just- alert, he, he when Megan left, they made him replace one of his nominations. They weren't just calling it like a empty right. week where nothing was going to happen. He had to replace the nomination. I don't think Vito has taken – it's Friday, so I would assume the Vito comp is probably today or tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's usually Saturdays, yeah. 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 Um, what a surprise. He puts <laughs> up a woman of color, Alex, <laughs> yeah. who – Made it clear that she doesn't care what he thinks, and she you have will to stand that's up to him. Fair. That's fair. I, I was if I was Hoh and someone had told me to eat shit during a competition, I would put them up too. Sure, but that's fair. You know, it's just like pe- people's prejudices come out. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's just like he's just like has he. Megan comes up to ch- to talk with him during this episode on Thursday and be like, you know, the usual like all oh, your Hoh. What's mm-hmm. my um? What's my status with you? Like, can we make a deal? Can we work together? Right. Whatever. And he like doesn't even look at her. Like he doesn't even recognize that she exists because he, no. she's not Jessica. Because he is Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American Summer, and all he's thinking about is what sandwich he's going to eat later. No, ex- exactly. Like 
you could at least be decent to someone. You could at least be right. like, you know what? I respect your game. I see that you're on the you're the leader of the other side of the house. I respect you, and that's why I'm going to put you up. Yeah. But he was just like, he like he wouldn't even respond to her, and he just looked. He away wouldn't. From her. He wouldn't he, say anything. He wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't even look her in the eye because he's a coward. I mean, he's he's great at, at stonewalling. He's good at that. He was in the Marines. Good for him. <laughs> all right. Well, all the other questions, I love them all, you guys, and love the comments. But I think we covered them in the rest of the episode. Uh, thank you so much for your questions and comments. Yeah. Please send us more. We love uh, responding and having a conversation with you guys. As we said, we're going to be recording again on Monday. So tweet at, um, in between then, tweet at us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. I don't know if CBS needs this promo, but I would recommend you watch Sunday night's episode. It's going yeah. to be crazy. I love it. I will be watching it live in New York. I will be back home. Okay. Um, so I'll be ready to talk about oh, it. Oh, I will be in New York, too. I'll just I land it. Yes. Cool. Um, All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and leave us a nice little review on iTunes if you have time. And let's go figure out what's going on in these feeds, y'all. Totally. All right. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. See you in New York, Julie.